Hey guys, welcome to another episode of For You from Eve. Today I talk with my friend Steph and we talk about how she started her own small business called The Happy Camper where she sells really, really cute lounge sets and she donates all of the profit to a mental health organization. So in this episode we talk about the importance of mental health and ways to cope with it and she adds a lot of cool facts that I know you guys are going to be fascinated by. Make sure you guys check her out in the description. I will have her Instagram down below. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this episode. Hey guys, my name is Stephanie Dudley. I'm a senior at NYU studying psychology and minoring in child and adolescent mental health studies. I'm on the accelerated bachelor's master's track for psychology, which I'm super excited about. Mm-hmm. Some, are, some of my hobbies include listening to music and watching psychological thrillers. A fun fact is I actually don't like watching movies at all unless they are psychological thrillers. Oh, wow. Yeah, I think um, as a psychology student, it's really Mm -hmm. interesting to see how the mind is portrayed in film. I only watch romance. Like, I don't watch, like, anything else I don't really enjoy as much for movies. Really? I tend to cry a lot. Oh, me too. But wait, you have to send me movies like that because... I've never really watched the only one I've watched is the one with the guy that had like split personalities. Yeah, I, I know which one you're talking about. Yeah. I watched that in high school. I think that's the only one I've watched, but like I don't really watch this, but that could be cool. So when you say you're a psychology major, because I feel like a lot of people are interested in that. Like everyone's like, Oh, I love psychology, I love seeing how the brain works. What is like a little bit about what you learn? Like what are some things you've learned about in psychology and mental health that you can share with people that maybe they don't know? from an insider's perspective. Yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. So my minor, as I mentioned, is Child and Adolescent Mental Health Studies. Mm -hmm. And I've taken um, some classes such as the Science of Happiness, Children of Divorce, and Understanding Disruptive Behaviors in Children and Adolescents, Mm -hmm. just to name a few. And uh, these courses are really about how trauma in childhood affects Mm -hmm. basically the rest of someone's life. So even, like, a simple thing as a child's parents getting divorced, no matter Mm -hmm. how smoothly that divorce goes, that child is affected for the rest of their life, and that child has a twice as much chance as becoming Mm -hmm. divorced as an adult. Wow. Yeah, so I think classes are just really eye-opening. Have you ever worked with any children? Uh, So I was an intake coordinator at a private practice. Uh It was my sophomore into junior year of college Mm -hmm. and I would basically um, ask personal information insurance information to people when they wanted to come and see the therapist Mm -hmm. Um, and although I didn't get a chance to sit down one-on-one with children I did um, get to speak with adults what are yesterday I was recording a podcast with someone and we were talking a lot about eating healthy and working out and just your physical health. And she was bringing up how even if you have physical health and you're emotionally healthy and everything, mental health is still one of the biggest thing and it pushes everything. What's so important about mental health? Why is it so important that I, because you know, there's people that I know that work full-time jobs and they don't give themselves a second to breathe. You know, they're working 9am to Mm -hmm. 12am. Yeah. So what do you think that does to a person over time if they don't take breaks to, you know, just focus on their mental health? Cause I, I know every day I'm not, it's bad, but some days I don't put in five or 10 minutes to meditate or pray or anything like that, you know? Yeah. I think, um, if you don't take time for yourself, you get mm-hmm. so 
you just get lost in everything that's going on around you and then you you lose sight of what's really important and of course Mm -hmm. you have to put yourself first in everything and that might sound selfish at first but Mm -hmm. at the end of the day you're you're your number one priority and your happiness comes before anything so if you don't take time to focus on yourself and your own happiness I think it also will affect other aspects of your life Mm -hmm. I agree yeah I feel like recently I've been focusing a lot more on mental health because before it was always kind of a task for me and it'd be like I don't have time like I have to send out these emails I have to start this project and everything and we get so ahead of ourselves that we forget that if we continue to work 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 we're just going to completely lose who we are and our motive and everything yeah Um, when I've been focusing on it a lot more now Mm -hmm. like for example for me when it comes to eating healthy Mm -hmm. I get really mentally drained if I don't have foods that I like and a lot of the foods that I like are unhealthy foods Mm -hmm. so um, I've learned to eat foods that I like that are because they are good for me mentally and they will make me happy no matter if they're unhealthy because at the end of the day my mental health comes before Mm -hmm. that I think Mm -hmm. people are so quick to offer sympathy if you for example break your arm or go to the doctor for a physical problem but if you when it comes to mental illness people are so quick to judge and that's why I started the happy camper yeah because I Um, because like you said mental health is mm -hmm. the driving force of basically everything yeah it really is I definitely want to talk about the happy camper but I like how you brought up that you know, if you tell someone I broke my arm or I broke my leg or everything, they're like jumping to the hospital and they're like, oh my God, we need to get you help. But the second you're like, I'm having an anxiety attack or a panic attack, people are like, okay, just breathe. It's in your head, you know, like, and it's, it's really is aggravating if, you know, I don't consider myself someone with severe anxiety, of course, Mm -hmm. but I do have anxiety. Sometimes I get anxious like everyone else. And it is hard when you're in that position and people don't take you seriously and you kind of feel stupid for even going to anyone and being like, I'm having a panic attack, you know? And it's it's really terrifying. And it's like, even if I have a small panic attack, I'm like, I can't even imagine what other people go through that struggle with this yeah, one. disorder, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like as a society, we've built this notion that um, mental illness is something that we should be ashamed of and mm-hmm. it makes you less worthy of a person. Yeah. So this is really interesting, but during the 17th uh, to 19th centuries, psychiatrists mm-hmm. were known as alienists because their patients were thought to be insane or alienated from normality. So wow. back then, people thought that if you were experiencing symptoms of mental illness, you were mm-hmm. possessed by demons or had something to do with witchcraft. And wow. although we have come a long way, I think still there's a huge stigma surrounding mental health and that's why people who are struggling mentally don't go to therapists because mm-hmm. they're scared of what people are going to think of them. I agree, but it, it is scary. And I feel like for me personally, if I'm in that position where I do feel anxious or maybe a little too sad or whatever, there's ways that I can handle it where I can open up my Bible, I can pray and meditate and journal and I'll be eased over time that way. But people don't realize that that's not the case for someone else. Like someone else who's not in my shoes may struggle with it more severely where Mm -hmm. they need medication or they need therapy. Like for me personally, and I know for a lot of my friends too, when we get anxious, sometimes we don't need to be rushed to therapy right away. We could handle it with our own prayer. But I don't think people understand that there 
are other humans out there that need the help. They need the therapy. And it is sad because, like you said, it's not taken as seriously. Mm-hmm. And it's, it really is so sad. And I think a lot more awareness needs to be brought to it. And that's why I love the Happy Camper. Thank you. So why don't you start by talking about why you started it, the whole message behind it, the whole purpose, everything like yeah. that. So I think throughout my childhood, I always had this dream of creating my own brand. Um, Mm -hmm. But it wasn't until the pandemic hit where I was like, maybe this is the time where I do start a clothing brand. And as a psychology student, I thought that it would be really cool to center the happy camper around mental mental health awareness, Mm -hmm. especially that's because especially because of that's that's what I'm studying. Um, So, yeah, I thought to do uh, in the beginning tie dye and bleach clothing because that's that was a huge trend. It still is. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't even think it would take off or anything. I just, I just started it as a hobby, but it yeah. actually did expand, and I'm so grateful for all the support. It, it means mm-hmm. a lot to me. Especially recently, you just started coming out with, you know, like the chocolate brown and the gray and the black. You had because before you had your writing printed on, yeah, and now it's like, what is that? Like sewed on embroidery, it- yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's like a very that really differentiates like from the tie dye that everyone created in the beginning of quarantine to like this is a brand. Like this is the happy camper. Yeah, I think that I needed to change it up in a way because eventually mm-hmm. tie dye and bleach will go out of style. Yeah. Um and people do love the quotes that I put on that tell someone mm-hmm. you love them. So yeah, I'm going to, I love them. I'm going to bring those back and have a few different mm-hmm. color options, which I think people will really like. For sure. I want to talk to you more about it when we hang out today and just like how you made them and everything because yeah. it's so cool. But I also want to bring up on this podcast, you started this clothing line. You're still in school. You go to NYU. Mm-hmm. How did you have the time to do it? Because you're handcrafting all of these yeah. things your own, like by yourself. You're ordering them. You're making them. You're shipping mm-hmm. them all on your own. And you're managing the Instagram. How do you find the time to do all yeah, of Yeah, that's a great question. So when mm-hmm. classes started becoming online, I did find myself having a lot more free time just because I wasn't in the city. Yeah. I didn't need to go to class physically. Um, mm-hmm. So it was really hard maintaining everything, doing work, studying for exams, getting getting people's orders done. I've had nights where I've stayed up until 3 a.m. tie-dyeing because I had to, you yeah. know, like... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just think I put my mind to it. And with that, with that mindset that I can accomplish it, I think mm-hmm. that's really what drove me forward. There were, there yeah. were so many times where I wanted to stop and give up. And I was like, mm-hmm. I'm done. Like, I can't do this anymore. It's too tiring. But mm-hmm. something kept me going inside. Yeah, that's, I was going to ask next if there was ever any moments where you were like, I can't do it and kind of what brought you back up. So that's awesome. Because I feel like if you remember your end goal through the stress and through you being tired, you're like, no, like, I need to finish it because of this reason, you know? And I think that's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you could do anything you set your mind to. If you you Mm -hmm. have your head in it, if you put your mind to it, if your heart's in it, I think you can accomplish anything you want to. Yeah, for sure. What are some tips you would have for someone? Let's say I wanted to create a small clothing brand. What are some tips you have on starting the clothing brand and expanding it? Because you expanded a lot these past couple Mm -hmm. months. So what are some tips you have for expanding it and starting it for a young girl that's looking to do something like that? I think 
researching ideas is a huge key researching Mm -hmm. what's in style what people like as I mentioned loungewear is huge right now because everyone's working from home um Mm -hmm. so just really following the trends seeing what people are doing and then maybe taking it up a notch kind of have to look more towards the future and Mm -hmm. uh, think about what people will like in the future so I think that's also a big part of it also asking Mm -hmm. people around you your friends yeah for sure and you also work with influencers yeah so how do you start working with influencers? I feel like a lot of people, like, it's kind of scares them to even reach out or anything. So what are, how did you kind of start reaching out to influencers? Did you send a lot and didn't get a lot of responses? Mm-hmm. Like, how did it go with that? So actually reaching out to influencers, I emailed over probably two to 300 people. Mm-hmm. Um, and I explained to them what I was doing, why I was doing it, like the purpose and the mission behind it. Yeah. Uh, And I think that's what captivated people a lot because Mm -hmm. mental health and mental illness has such a huge stigma in our society. People do Mm -hmm. want to talk about it more. People who are aware that it's a real thing because some people think that mental illness is fake. It's just in your head. Yeah. Um, People who do want to bring awareness, I think it interested them and they thought that what I was doing is bringing awareness to mental health and it's something that they do want to take a part in that's awesome so what are so you just talked about the happy camper and everything but getting back to mental health what would you what are what's some advice you would give to someone who struggles with their mental health and doesn't really know how to come out with it how do you think they should express it who do you think they should go to because a lot of people who are listening to this might go through you know, minor anxiety Mm -hmm. or minor depression. So what are some tips you have for them to kind of release that and get through it? I think talking to people closest to you is a first step that you should take. Um, I -hmm. think the people that you feel will listen to you, I think talking to them is a good way to let out your feelings. Also, I think seeing a therapist is crucial. I think when you have, as I mentioned, if you have like a broken wrist or something, you go to the doctor because you know there's something wrong with yeah. your wrist. When it comes to mental health and if you feel like your mental health is declining, I think it's really important for mm-hmm. someone to realize that and take that step of researching therapists or psychologists around their area and mm-hmm. getting the help they need because they will get better, you know, like People sometimes think that if they have a mental illness, it's always going to be like that. They'll never get better. But Mm -hmm. if they seek the help that they need, it will take some time, but they will get better and they will feel a lot better. I agree. Um, Do you think it's ever hard? I mean, you've studied this. Do you think it's hard for people to go to others when they are feeling anxious? Because I know for me, it's hard for me to even go to, you know, people I know and love Mm -hmm. and be like, I'm anxious. 100% just because there's that huge stigma around it. And sometimes Mm -hmm. you're afraid, what is, if I tell this person how I'm feeling, if I let my feelings out, what are they going to think about me? So yeah, 100%, I think it's for some people, I think for everyone, it's it's difficult to let your emotions out. Uh, So seeking that help, especially someone professional, I think it's really important Mm -hmm. and is really, really helpful. Yeah, I want to also share some at-home things that help me because... I do, especially when quarantine had started, I feel like a lot of people, as mine included, my mental health was at an all-time low because I was just forced to be home alone and my yeah. thoughts and just doing a lot of self-reflection and it was not mm-hmm. easy. And 
So I kind of just want to share like some things that I did to help me get through that and kind of transform myself. I don't think I would have created this podcast if it wasn't for that quarantine. But as for meditation, it takes time. Like I used to never be able to meditate and just put in like meditation and sit in my quietness. I feel so weird and awkward, but it kind of grows on you. Yeah, there was a point uh, during college where I did yoga. Mm-hmm. And I thought that was also really helpful just to be in the moment and experience everything that was going on in the moment yeah. and not have any outside distractions, which I thought was helpful. Mm-hmm. I need to get 100%. back into that. Yeah, I've done – I went through a yoga phase during – I went through, like, every phase <laughs> of the book when quarantine started, I swear. Like, I went through, like, a tea phase where I literally, like, when I would get into bed, I had my tea kettle of boiled water next to my bed too to keep refilling my tea like I I don't I don't even know um but yeah so those are just some things you could do at home for your mental health if you maybe don't think you're at the point where you want to seek help and you're like you know maybe this could be resolved in an easier level point and I also think talking to people is important or just talking to someone who would understand it mm-hmm. I feel like I have gone to the wrong people about it at certain points and I've gone to yeah. people who've been like it's not real mm-hmm. snap out of it and you're like Okay, and it makes you feel 10 times worse. Yeah, 100%. So going to people, like, even if I go to Steph, like, now I know I feel comfortable because she has the same mindset. Yeah, definitely. Um, and I think that's really important because you don't want to go to someone who's going to make you feel like you're crazy or you're, yeah. you know, out of your mind. So, yeah, those are just some things that help. Cleaning helps me, honestly. Like, I love cleaning. Whatever it is that you need to do to just relieve stress, mm-hmm. it'll if it does that, it'll, through time – start decreasing your anxiety levels so yeah even, anything you can do yeah even I find that just getting into my car and driving and listening mm-hmm. to music literally with it's no end destination is something yeah. that calms me down relaxes me I think that's 100%. yeah I, I love to do that yeah same okay so is there anything else you want to talk about with the happy camper that maybe you want to bring up so we're going to do a little quick fire round. I'm going to ask Steph a few questions, and she's just going to give me a quick little answer, maybe a little explanation. So the first question that I have for you is, what is your favorite skincare brand, clean skincare? Um, I think Cora Organics is what it's called. Um, mm-hmm. it's, I think it's Miranda Kerr's um, skincare company. Oh, I've never heard of it. Um, but I have this face oil from them, and mm-hmm. it – I don't know. I've, I've never used anything like it. It mm. makes my skin so shiny and so glowy. I don't know. I, I love the feeling. Yeah, I love glowy skin. Also, um, Glam Glow has a really good moisturizer. I think it's the mm-hmm. hydrating 24-hour, something like that. But mm-hmm. it's just – it doesn't. I feel like it doesn't dry up on my face. It keeps me moisturized mm-hmm. for so long, and I love it. Yeah, I love being hydrated and glowy on my skin. Um, okay. The next question is you're obviously, you know, you're advertising a brand. What's your favorite social media app when it comes to advertising the happy camper? I think definitely Instagram is my favorite brand for promoting, but, Mm -hmm. um, I'm starting to use TikTok more and more. Yeah. It's really hard, but, Mm um, I do want to get better at it. Yeah, And I think I will with practice. So, yeah. 100%. I just had Lair on for Ludovica. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, because obviously her brand, uh, her boutique has expanded so much because of Instagram. And we were talking about how Instagram is really becoming a business platform at this point. Yeah. Like, 
people don't even pay for advertising anymore because of social media. Mm-hmm. So that's why I wanted to ask you because I always see your promotions on my stories and my Instagram yeah. and she's been doing that recently too. And yeah, it's like even working with influencers, like when you send an influencer clothing and they're wearing it, like the amount of influencers I follow, if they're wearing something cute, I'm clicking on 100%. it and I'm looking at yeah, it. Yeah, I've had so many people DM me and be like, I saw this mm-hmm. on this person. Like, how do I, how do I purchase it? Yeah. So yeah crazy um okay so these last two questions I ask every guest on my podcast because I feel like they're just two very important things so the second to last question is what's one thing you have to do every single morning no matter what I think it's drink coffee oh my gosh that's what my <laughs> last person said too I love it because I I don't know I know you love coffee I love coffee mm-hmm. I think it really sets the tone for my day especially if it's a good yeah. coffee that I'm having Mm-hmm. I think it really sets the mood. Okay, so the last question I have for you is what's a quote that you live by? Of course, I mean, I can't get out of bed without thinking about it. Like, sometimes I'm in bed and I'm like, I wish I just had a fresh coffee next to me because I don't have the motivation to get out of mm-hmm. bed unless I smell or know I'm making coffee. Just that life is too short. You know? I think, especially during this pandemic, we've mm-hmm. heard so many stories about people losing uh, their loved ones. Yeah. At such young ages, too. So I think that living in every moment is really important because literally Mm. the next second, it's not guaranteed. Like, we don't know what's going to happen. We tend to take advantage of life so often, and we don't realize that it could be taken away literally in any sec like any minute Mm -hmm. um so just just living life to the fullest doing things that you want to do so that you don't look back with regrets I think is really important 100% there's this book I was on I was it's so weird because I was talking to my friend Odessa about oh I need to get back into reading and all these things and of course I opened my TikTok and the first TikTok is books you have to read in your 20s So, yeah, like, literally the first one. And everyone was talking about this book called Eleanor Oliphant, I think, is completely fine. And it's basically about this woman who's in her 20s, 30s, and she works, you know, her 9 to 5 every single day, comes back to her apartment, just just has the same routine. And that's, like, a life I feel like a lot of us strive for. Like, I know myself, I strive to work at an agency one mm-hmm. day and work that 9 to 5 and come home to my New York City apartment, but... The point of the story is she meets someone that lives in her apartment building that shows her there's so much more than a nine to five. And yeah. I, I just I just ordered it because I can't wait to read it. So if I like it, I'll give it to you yeah. too because I feel like it talks about how life is too short. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely send um, me that. When it comes to that quote, I'm someone that I'm very on top of my future. Like you and I are both like that. We always talk mm-hmm. about how we're emailing these people and everything yeah. and going for these internships. And sometimes I sit back and I'm like, oh my god like I freak out about it because I'm like I should be traveling to Europe yeah. right now why am I like this life is so short it's like I need to be seeing all these places and all these cultures and everything so I like how you said that quote because that's something that's been on my mind a lot recently and I get scared that you know we push ourselves so much towards these this future but we don't focus on the like present. exactly yeah. 100% I think it also allows us to to find beauty in the simple things in life mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we think about, oh, like, I can't wait till I go on this vacation. Oh, I can't wait till I buy yeah. this. But just just even taking a stroll in the park or drinking mm-hmm. coffee, those are things that I think 100%. are really, really important. Spending time with your loved ones, your friends, 
those moments yeah. you won't be able to get back. So I think it's really important that and it flies right yeah. past us. Mm-hmm. When winter break started, I had like all these things. I was like, okay, I'm going away on this trip. Then I'm coming back. Then I'm going on this trip. And all this time I'm planning, oh, I can't wait to go. I can't wait to go. And then it's like it happened. And I'm home and I'm like, wait, yeah. I just missed that whole experience because I was waiting for the next trip yeah, and this we and always, that. We always tend to look at future, uh-huh. whatever's going on in the future. And then yeah. we tend to lose focus of the present. Yeah, like that's one of my biggest goals right now is focusing on the present. Like just today, I came out of work and I stepped outside and it's so beautiful outside, by the way. Really? I can't wait till we meet up. Yeah, it's really nice out. And I just stepped outside and I was like, wow, like this weather is so nice. And on my way to my car, I'm like, wow, I'm so happy about this weather. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really appreciating this weather. And like, it's just like, I want to be more aware and more present and more grateful for what's happening to me in the moment I'm always kind of like oh but this trip's gonna end in two days like that's a two day from now problem you know I just I need to focus more on being present so I like how you said that quote because that's been on my mind a lot recently especially with the quarantine yeah I love that so okay I want to thank you for coming on I loved having you on because I feel like we're very similar minded when it comes to our working mindset and everything like that so I think it was really cool to talk to you especially when it comes to mental health because it needs to be talked Mm -hmm, about more so I like how you're bringing awareness to it so thank you so much for coming on uh I'll text you when I leave my house sounds good (laughs) (laughs) all right bye thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of for you from eve i hope you loved it and i hope you learned a lot from steph we're definitely going to be on to talk more about any questions you guys might have maybe some girl talk but yeah don't forget to check out her little shop it'll be linked in the description her instagram as well and i really hope you guys enjoyed this episode love you bye